0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Let's bring him in. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, our guy. Let's do this.
0: Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at
2: MarolaLaw.net or call four one four three two seven fifty eight hundred. Ryan, one of the Green Bay Press Gazette, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Ryan, you have not tested positive either, either, have you?
1: No congestion, no fever, no no cough here. So we're good. good. Good, good, good.
2: No false positives there, so we're we're all right. So, uh, by the way, can you play running back?
1: <laughs> uh, that would, you know, that that would be inadvisable. I would say. Okay. If you've ever seen me run? I, I don't think the Packers could use my help. Well, I've seen your your
2: your pictures on Facebook. I mean, I know you're working out. You're you're getting into shape and everything, right?
1: Well, that's more of the you know I can I can do three miles. It's the three yards that that the quick burst gotcha. that I'm really lacking. Okay. In. Okay. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not very quick twitch. So, do
2: you think the NFL should have moved this game tonight?
1: It's hard to say, Bill. It's a great question. It's hard to say because we just don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But if if everything is as it is, and, and the, both sides, the, the containment has been in place, there's no current and, and, and ongoing spread of the coronavirus, then you can see where the NFL, they've, they've set the precedent that in, in that scenario, you play the game. Um, you could certainly have a conversation about whether or not this game should have been pushed back to Sunday night, to Monday night, just to afford more time for both of these teams to get this situation handled and under control. The reality, the high possibility, is that both of these teams are going to have healthy players who are unable to play tonight just because of precaution. So if that's the case, why don't, why don't push it back a few days? Well, I'll tell you why not. Money. That, that's why. Because of the networks. Because this is a, a primetime game, and there's, there's television contracts. That, that's why you play the game. But if, if it's precautionary, and, and it sure seems like it might be on both sides, and you're, not, you're going to be fielding two teams that, that, are, that are less than complete because of that, Yeah, there's there's some good arguments, I think, to be made for for why not push it back.
2: Um, I guess if you're the Packers and you're looking at, I was reading off of Stats, Inc. a little bit earlier today, 71% of the total yardage this season that the uh, 49ers have put together is not going to be playing tonight. Between uh, Garoppolo, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert to Jeff Wilson, Tevin Coleman, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Kevin Bourne, or Kendrick Bourne, unless, of course, he's allowed to play because of the false positive. But... So do you look at this game as a must-win for the Green Bay Packers?
1: Not not a must-win because the reality is that, you know, if they lose tonight, they could still win the Super Bowl theoretically. But this is, a, this is a game that if you are a bona fide Super Bowl contender, as I think certainly the Packers believe they are and they have good reason to think, this is a game you win. I, I wouldn't put the, the word must in there just because mathematically it's it's not a must-win. But this is a game you win. They should win. This is definitely a should-win. Um, because this is not, put it this way, not a single player on the field tonight for this 49ers offense touched the football in the U.S. Championship game in January. Right. This is a completely different team. Uh, and this is not the 49ers, this is the backup 49ers. And if you are a bona fide Super Bowl contender with Aaron Rodgers, I understand the backfield situation. I understand that that's going to be dicey, but the reality is that one of these teams has their quarterback tonight, and that quarterback happens to be Aaron Rodgers. Uh, one of the, one of these teams has their, their best player Bear Rogers rodgers still the best player on this team you know the, the 49ers don't, not only without the quarterback they don't they don't have George Kittle they don't have their best player um, yeah this is this is a game they absolutely should win if you are a title contender because you got to beat up on teams when you get lucky in schedule as t- all teams always do and they're getting a massive advantage with all these key players on IR for, for, for the 49ers.
2: And you've got also Bosa out. Uh, some of those defenders that harassed Aaron Rodgers so so brutally last year, they're out as well. And that's the reason I look at it like: if you don't win this game, what's the bugaboo with the West Coast, right? I mean, then you got to start talking about: is this just in your head? Is Shanahan just that good at out coaching you, um, or is your talent just that inept compared to what's going on over there in the NFC West, right?
1: I definitely agree with that. I, I definitely agree that there's there's a lot of questions that are that that are risen if you can't win in this type of scenario, because this is, this is handed to you. This is a big opportunity that's handed to you. Um, yeah. They're the reigning NFC champs, but this is not really the reigning NFC champs on the field. Um, so yeah, there's no question that, that, you know, that it, it could play with your mind a little bit. If, if, if you lose a game like this, I think bill, a big part of tonight's game. And, and you know, we just talked about it. It's completely Different offense from not having Jimmy Garoppolo, your quarterback, to not having the tight end that dominated you in the NFC Championship game without, but with barely even catching a pass. If George Kittle owned that game as a blocker, he's the guy that seals the edge in that run game, uh, to, uh, in that outside zone scheme for, for for Kyle Shanahan. They don't have him. They don't have a Mostert. I'm cer- certainly glad that the Packers are, are just fine not seeing him. So, personnel wise, it's different, right? But this run, it's still the same Packers run defense. This is still the same run defense that got ran over in January. And it's still that same Kyle Shanahan outside zone scheme that really had their head spinning uh, in the NFC Championship game. So they're still going to have to face that scheme. And if you know anything about what happened in January, and really with the run, from what they've said is the issue with the run defense going back to the start of last season, it's not a talent deficiency thing. It's just guys not doing their job. we got to do our job, got to do our job. You hear over and over and over again. Well, this scheme forces you to be really vigilant in doing your job because if you get out of place, it will run you over. That's what happened in January, and that's what's happened uh, over and over again. They've got to face that same scheme, and we'll see how this same Packers run defense does against that scheme.
2: I, uh, I we had talked about it. Matt Lafleur stating that they have to quote fix it and fix it fast. Talking about the defense, and when you and I talked the other day, I kind of said, ah, "Is that a that a shot over the bow of one Mike Pettin?" Um, and obviously, Pettin, you know, t- tried to talk about it. I mean, it's you know, sixty something missed tackles in the last seven games. I mean, it it's fundamentally just completely unsound at this point. So, I I guess my question to you is. What do you think Mike Mike Pettin can do or Matt LaFleur can do that's going to fix it and fix it fast because the same problems that we witnessed last year are the same problems we're witnessing again this year?
1: Yeah, I don't know what they can do at this point. I think the most troubling thing is the fact that this is not a new issue. This is a very old issue at this point, and they still haven't found the solution to to, to figure this out, and that's troubling because – it's going back to, to, to not not just the end of last year, but throughout last season where they struggled against the run. You look at what they did against Dalvin Cook on, on Sunday. Well, week two of last season, they, they gave up 154 yards to Dalvin Cook, including that 75-yard touchdown early in the year. Same stadium at Lambeau Field. You go a, a season and a half later, they're still getting gashed by Dalvin Cook. They haven't actually had appreciable progress when it comes to this run defense. And... Malafleur is right. They got to fix it and fix it fast. They needed to fix it fast a year ago, and it still hasn't happened. So that's when, that if 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 it's the same issue, if it's persisting and there's no solution, that's when you see coaching changes. So
2: uh, going into this contest, you've got Devontae Adams. You've got some wide receivers you really don't trust. You got one running back. Um, do we know if Bakhtiari because those guys are questionable? Him and Aaron Jones at this point, correct?
1: They're questionable on the injury report. Sounds like it's possible that Aaron Jones could dress tonight, but he's not expected to be 100. percent I, I certainly wouldn't expect him to be a big part of this game plan if he does play. Uh, Dexter Williams, Tyler Irvin, they're they're going to be part of this offense tonight. David Bakhtiari, you know, you don't really know, but just look at the trend lines and and, and how this Packers medical staff has treated players. It's the same thing with Aaron Jones. If Aaron Jones isn't 100%, they're not going to push him. They, right. he, was, he was far from a game-time uh, decision two weeks ago in Houston. Th- that, that decision was made quite early. He was not 100%. The game plan's going somewhere else. It's a little different now because they don't have Jamal Williams or A.J. Dillon, uh, but even still, I don't expect them to push Aaron Jones if he's not 100% regardless, and it's the same with David Bakhtiari. If he's not 100%, you, you, you don't really expect him to be pushed. You don't expect him to play.
2: So uh, offensively, they're as banged up and as uh, you know, few and far between as anybody when you talk about the game coming to tonight. Then you've got uh, on the defense, we were just mentioning this, but I, I wanted to go specifically to Preston Smith because a lot of questions about him this week. I, I went back and watched uh, the, the game film, the All-22. I watched the actual broadcast. There was numerous times where, I mean, you know, he, he gives an effort, but – there were times where he was just standing there. He wasn't even setting the edge, and when he did set the edge, it was far too wide and far too big of a gap for Dalvin Cook to be able to run through. What is up with Preston Smith? What can you see, or what, what do you think is going on there?
1: It's a great question. You know, watching the film, I'm sure you saw that the first touchdown where Irv Smith Jr. kicks out yeah. Preston Smith, and he's, he's just standing straight up. There's, right. no, there's no drive. He's not digging his heels. He, he's just standing there. It's about the easiest kickout block he could ever make, and it opened up the hole for, for Dalvin Cook's first touchdown. Um, that was an effort play, which you don't expect from Preston Smith. He's not a guy that look. He he's got a motor. You saw it all last year, and I think you've seen it this year too. But that that was striking to see. Um, you know, if he said all the right things, he said that he's going to do his job and that he's not frustrated and 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 all. He he's he said all the right things publicly, but. The reality is that through seven games, he's got a half sack. He had 12 sacks last year. At some point, this it's human nature. At some point, it becomes frustrating. It, it's got to. So, you know, I i thought that, that Preston Smith had maybe his best game of the year in Houston. He had the big fourth down stop against Sean Watson. He had a couple plays that didn't show up in the stat sheet earlier in that game that, that were very mm-hmm. disruptive. Um, and then he, he, didn't, he wasn't able to follow that up against Minnesota. We'll see if he can do that tonight.
2: Always good to talk to you, my friend. We will break it all down next week, okay?
1: All right, take care. Enjoy the game.
2: You too. There you go. Ryan, one of the Green Bay Press, Gazette, PackersNews.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. They've been doing it 85-plus years. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.